Anytime there is something about artificial intelligence in the news, I get excited because that means I get to reach out to Dr. Ann Denton, a friend of ours, an NDSU professor in computer sciences, to explain it to me like I'm a child that uh, can understand and digest how rapidly things are changing here. And uh, Dr. Denton back in the KFGO studio. Welcome back. It's good to see you again. Always, uh, Gregly, enjoy being here. It's definitely a time where a lot of uh, changes are happening. There are a lot of changes, and it's tough to keep up with it and because there are so many different tentacles to it. There's good, there's bad, there's I'm so confused on it. Then, uh, then there's things like this that happen, and I'm like, okay, this could spell trouble for careers in some of the line of work that I do. Uh, uh, what I found over the weekend was uh, there was an artificial intelligence podcast special that they mimicked and they say it's an impression of george carlin who uh those that have followed his career know that brilliant comedian passed away in 2008 and now there's this new special uh, that has him and his voice and his likeness in it and there's people that take concern with that i'm curious with you uh, as a professor and that has done with artificial intelligence and ethics your reaction just to the face value of what i just explained i think it is very concerning uh i think that uh, it is um, concerning on a num number of levels. Uh, one, of course, the, the commercial aspects, and um, but maybe the the ones about um, uh, consent is a big one. So uh, I mean, he obviously couldn't give consent, um, and and then uh, how does it actually change uh, the, the the content? Um, and I mean, of course, it's not completely new that we have uh, artists be. Uh, their their work be changed. Um, I mean, when when we were uh, our, our kids were young, uh, we would read them uh, the Curious George books, and and uh, probably a lot of parents know how uh, those uh, the, there's the first set that was actually written by the authors that that most people uh, identify with mm -hmm. um, uh, Margaret and A J Ray, and and then when you have the the next ones, you can actually do the comparison uh, very directly. Um, and and what you find is that I I don't know we always found that uh, the ones that were originally written uh, by them were there the, the was sort of that unexpected element mm -hmm. and if you if you read the later ones you don't find that now this was not AI so um, the 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 comparison and this is too new I I haven't been able to to actually um, do the, the comparison with the with the AI content, mm -hmm. um, to what extent is it as funny? Uh, I do expect that some of the same things are going to happen as with uh, with these children's books, where the humor, the, the, the really advanced humor, uh, does take more, um, takes something special. I, I don't know that uh, mm -hmm. the AI can reproduce this. And with my use of AI, I haven't really seen it do that. It, it comes up with something that seems... Uh, sort of the perfect amalgam, but not really the, the the out there thing. Yeah. Well, I can tell you the reviews were in, and they're not good as far as this example of uh, George Carlin, who with with comedy, you know, a lot of that comes with timing and knowing how to deliver. Which uh, this and the the process that they went about, and they haven't really disclosed who's behind uh, the funding of this whole uh, model. And of course, I don't have. I think it was a Dudzy is an a comedian AI that they, you know, most of the program the same to watch and consume every George Carlin special, every appearance to try to get down the voice, the cadence, the timing of all that. And it still wasn't spot on. It, it, people could still tell it wasn't actually George Carlin, which is good. 
But I think over time what we've learned in this short amount of time that you and I have gotten to know each other, how much this has advanced in that narrow window, that given time, this type of technology is going to learn to be better at, as they're saying, it's an impression. You know, they were saying it would be no different than me doing an impression of pick a celebrity. But it still feels different because it's not an individual. It's an artificial intelligence computer program doing it. Are they different or are they more alike than what my mind wants me to believe here? No, I think that it is part of uh, a person that the spontaneity that's lost is, is of course, uh, part of a person. Um, so uh, I, I do think that... There is a problem when it when it comes to question answering AI is very good, but I mean with spontaneity, I haven't really seen anybody who said that the AI is the same. And I mean, if it's if that is what really the um, the characteristic of the person was to uh, of, of a of a comedian as is in the spontaneity mm -hmm. and in in the unpredictable things, I mean jokes by definition are sort of something unexpected. Mm -hmm. Uh, so how do you reproduce something that's unexpected when the algorithms don't actually uh, have that unexpected element sure. in, in, in the way? I mean, the, the generative AI that's used for this uh, does, to the best of my knowledge, not have sort of a switch to make something be unexpected. That's uh, It's interesting you get there because one of the things when I was reading through this, that uh, this Dudzy, that this program that they created, again, they're not disclosing. I haven't been able to figure out uh, who's actually funding and who's behind Dudzy, which is the name of this comedian artificial intelligence, but they're trying to get it to where they can prove artificial intelligence can be creative, that they can they can be creative maybe, and we can take the comedic role out of it. They can be creative in, obviously, storytelling, in producing content and i can say from experience because i got an email solicitation i think three weeks ago i have no idea someplace out of the, uh, the uk as you know they'll send out to any small business out there but i got an email i was talking about artificial intelligence and what that can be doing for news broadcasts what it can be doing for news radio that's pretty striking thinking that okay they're trying to get creative in the sense that they'll be able to tell you local news and not have an actual news anchor be there that part seems less surprising to me. So I have done the test in my class where I let students pose questions, answer qu their own question, pose the same question to ChatGPT, and then question together with the two answers, given all of those to the whole class. So every student in the class would get a 15 or so uh, uh, question quiz. Mm -hmm. um, and it was shocking that people couldn't tell whether uh, the AI had answered it or um, or whether the, the student themselves had answered it. I was going to get to that as far as uh, are we going to be able to tell. We can tell that this is not George Carlin because it's a comedian. And if you've followed along, like I said, you can tell that this is not him doing it. I think over time that's going to be more difficult to tell. And you're saying when it comes to the written form, it already is. Yes, I, I think so. And, I mean, the spoken form, I mean, even um, – even deep fakes earlier. Yeah. I mean, I've just played some. Um, I mean, there, there, there are deep fakes out there. There's, there's this one one deep fake that I like to play to my class, where uh, Mark Zuckerberg um, supposedly uh, talks about how um, he's really just out there to get you, basically. And uh, I mean, uh -huh. yeah, it, uh, you can still recognize it, of course. But uh, I mean, it, it, we're not that far away from from that. Um, but I mean, again, of course, art. You can make something that's like art. I mean, there have been 
works of art that have won prizes. So, I mean, the creativity that has been shown, there have been judges who have deemed um, mid-journey um, to be uh, products of, of AI to be really creative. Okay. So, I mean, what what is creative is, is of course, the, the big question. I mean, mm -hmm. um, the question, I think, rather is, is it creative at a level where the person who created the original material wouldn't feel embarrassed by it? And and I mean that's sort of where it's um, the so so when you when you look at the uh, the um, uh, Creative Commons um, mm -hmm. rules for how somebody can publish something um, that is not given a copyright but is open sourced. They can still say, I allow you to use my work, but I do not allow adaptations. Because there are people who are aware that the adaptations can backfire more. And I mean, I, I think with with um, humor, it may be very difficult and it you may still recognize it. But as long as you know it's not the person, I mean, as long as you know it's not the person, that's always a, a, a big factor. I mean, with, with some things like, um, th th I mean, there have been cases where, mm -hmm. where people's records have been deliberately modified. Uh, the um, philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche, I think, is, is one of the ways known that his record was almost reverted almost in, in, in uh, meaning. So there, there have been uh, examples in history where people have manipulated somebody's record, and, and that's why... Some artists just choose to say, well, you can do whatever you, you, you can publish, you, you can use my work mm -hmm. uh, in another context, but you cannot change it. So uh, there's, there's two paths here then. That I've, okay, consent of the, the original, because right now what's unique here is George Carlin's been gone to us for a number of years. The family's not happy with it. I don't know if they've taken it to court yet or if they're thinking of a lawsuit, which I don't know if they'd have any ground to stand on based on it being AI created and manipulating, like you say, his likeness without consent from his estate is one thing, but the other uh, is the disclaimer of it. So if you're not given consent, is it, because I'm trying to think of that future, right? Because we've already heard campaigns, for example, say they're using artificial intelligence to have my likeness in a campaign ad. So if you're not going to consent to that most times, especially if it's a negative ad against you, so is it required that there's disclaimers that this this comedic interpretation or impression, as they're saying to George Carlin, there is a disclaimer up front saying this was created by artificial. Does that give everybody a clear then and saying, hey, this was manipulated, it was done through a, an artificial that you're you're okay to go do this? I, I'm not even going to try and speak to the legal side of it. Okay. Uh, and part of it is that the legal side often just changes already. So, so I mean, remember when Google Books came out? I mean, it seemed like, so they are publishing copyrighted books? Um, how How is that possible? Mm -hmm. um, well, it took the lawsuit 10 years, and after that they couldn't undo it. So now it is legal. <laughs> Does that answer that it was legal 10 years earlier? Uh, would it have been legal if they ha could have pulled through the lawsuit fast enough to actually stop it? So there is this thing called Collingridge dilemma um, that with any technology, when you first hear about it, you don't know where it's going. So mm -hmm. you can't really oppose it. Uh, by the time that you could have opposed it, it's so uh, part of the society that you right. can't uh, undo, undo it. it. So 
it, no matter how you look at it, um, you can't uh, you can't do anything. And I mean, in in that regard, uh, the next question, of course, is uh, even if you decided that it um, isn't a good use of of technology, what are you going to do? Um, because uh, I mean, we've seen what happened with Open AI. That mm -hmm. that when um, uh, Helen Toner, who was uh, on the board, and she uh, said, "Well, we have to really uh, evaluate how the the consequences are going to be used." Um, Sam Altman uh, opposed that for a year and, and tried to uh, so hard to get her off the board that the right. board got really frustrated, mm -hmm. um, removed him from the CEO position. Well, I mean, but uh, he was the one who won in the long run because the employees stood behind him and right. not just that. And that might not even have done it. What really did it was the fact that Microsoft was willing to hire him and right. pretty right. much everybody else. So, I mean, it's not just a question of um, what is legal, what do we want, uh, do we, should we investigate the, um, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the, the ethical consequences, mm -hmm. but it's also, even if you wanted to, how are you going to do it? <laughs> What would you? What would be the final question I have for you before I let you get back to it here? What would you do? You're you're a professor in this world of of ethics when it comes to this type of technology. What's the first thing you'd say? We have to be prepared for this, and here's what we would do. I I go to the disclaimer, for example, and that's me just as an average Joe that doesn't live in this world saying, okay, if you're gonna use artificial intelligence to do a likeness, an impression, whatever it is. It's got to be upfront that it's not actually that person's voice or their likeness. Is that enough? No, the consent of the person. I mean, if it's and I mean, if it's a comedian, I, I think you could make the argument maybe that it's it's part of comedy that uh, you have people laugh about you. Um, but I mean, philosophers would surely not let you. Um, it, it would amount to satirizing philosophy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they they yeah, would probably not <laughs> not agree with that, yeah. uh, with the knowledge that really just a, a slight rearranging of words uh -huh. can uh, reverse the meaning completely. Yeah. So I, I think that consent is almost the bigger thing. Okay. And and I mean, do you want to make the argument that that uh, if you're in comedy, you you consent to that? I, I don't. I don't think comedians really would. Uh -huh. Actually, ironically, still in the history of that, that I've, I've um, taught uh, social implications of AI, the one time that my students were adamant we should discuss something, uh, it was when Midjourney first came out, uh, and the artists were upset that the copyright was stolen. There's just so much that keeps coming down the, the pipe on this that I'm going to have to have you back in another time. The next time there's a controversy out there about somebody's likeness being used and uh, what, where we go from here. It's an election year. I think we're going to be talking a lot about this, unfortunately. Dr. Andetten, anything before I let you go? No, I think that's really captured okay. the points. Well, thanks for coming on over. Just come on back next time, all right? Dr. Andetten, our guest, NDSU professor in computer sciences, your thoughts at 35 270. I'm way behind my time. I'll get you caught up on some of these messages. Then I'll wrap up the second hour next.